about it. Hey, we'll, we'll Neil, talk about Brennan, it Neil Brennan. Neil Brennan here. Uh, hi, it's uh, I'm going to be on the road. I'm going to be in uh, August 31, 30, and 1st <laughs> September and 2nd of September. You've done this I'm so many at, times, and you're be, so bad be, at it. I am very bad at it. I'm coming to Richmond, Virginia around then. And then also, new date, September 3rd, I'm going to be in Nashville. Fuck with me, Nashville. I'm going to be at the High Watt, which is a club, apparently. Hey, bitch. It's <laughs> me. It's me, Moshe Kasher. How you doing? Also, right. hey, I'm going to be Hold in on, Washington, D.C., September 13, 14, 15. All right. I'm on the mic now. It's Moshe Kasher. You know me. Hey, buy my book. It's coming out in paperback. So I'm so excited for all of you to be able to read it who are on welfare because uh, it's about welfare. Uh, and also, I'll be at the Toronto Just for Laughs Festival in September. And also, the new normal premieres September 11th. Uh, this is going to be the second uh, most exciting September 11th for me in my life. Hey, guys. This is Doug. I'll be in uh, Australia and New Zealand at the end of September with Tim and Eric. And Brent Weinbach's CD release party, September 3rd at Meltdown in L.A. Fucks with it. My turn? Yes, sir. Uh, this is Maranzio Vance. I will be at the Addison Improv in Dallas, Texas, uh, August 30th through the September 2nd. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, sorry about all the meandering. Let's begin the show. Now you're fucking with the champs. What is that, Doug? Gonzalez. It is August Broadway. the 15th, and it is a beautiful night in Venice, California. Uh, you're fucking with another exciting episode of The Champs. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we've been away for just a little bit. We apologize for the delay, but we are back, y'all. Fuck it, you don't, don't apologize for that shit, Moshe. No, I'm sorry, I take it back. <laughs> Fuck y'all. Wait. Yeah, y'all wait. Let them wait. I fucking come. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we got a great guest today. I'm excited to have this guy on the program. You might know him from his uh, half-hour special on Comedy Central. You might know him from writing on the Boondocks television program. Yeah. Uh, and just from being a wonderful stand-up and a wonderful guy, ladies and gentlemen, it is Maranzio Vance. Yeah, 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 yeah. Black guy, 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 black guy. This is how black people meet. This is how black Yeah, you know what? I'm not happy. I Doug, that... I'm glad that you brought that. This is how that, black people meet. Yeah, I don't. Have you heard that? I've seen the commercial. This is how black people isn't meet. Isn't that fucking wrong? Well, I was thinking, what would Martin Luther King think of that? I think it's racist. Of what? It, Set it up, guys. There is a black web. It's black. Blackpeoplemeet.com. It's a black yeah. dating site. Basically saying like, you ain't. We ain't fucking no white people. Yeah, it's pretty much like you know, only black people. This is how only black people meet other black people. No one else can meet us at these places that we're about to meet. <laughs> like it just seems like really fucked up. And again, I don't give a shit. It was a feeble attempt of trying to be like pro-black. Wait, I love. Yeah, but that's the same thing with BET. It's like this is how we web. Like, <laughs> we web. We different. We type with our thumb. I don't we type with one finger because we didn't take typing class. Just like how do we web? That's what they call BET. Have you been on it? BET? No. The website? (laughs) No. You haven't been? You don't know any black people? I I don't know how to meet black people anymore, apparently. So it's called blackpeoplemeet.com, and their slogan is... This is how black black people meet. But in the commercial, they don't really say how black people meet. Right. They just say... It's a part of the game. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, how do black people meet? You have no problem with J-Date, but all of a sudden... 
black di- you know what side great point. problem great so point. now you're the racist great point. i don't have a problem with being anything. like a re- like a full circle race so what do you think about it's just a feeble attempt right? it's dumb I, I when i see the commercial I'm like this is the stupidest i you know what it is me it's, it's hard because i always say you just can't support something black just because it's black like it has to be good i think right, it goes for that's everybody the, that's but, terrible but that's that doesn't happen very often no it doesn't black people we support tyler perry because they're like oh my god tyler perry is the greatest thing because he's employing black people but it's like right. I'd rather just be unemployed. Where are you from? I am from Charlotte, North Carolina, born and raised in the South. Yeah, what's that like? Different. Tell you something about black folk. <laughs> Go. Weird, weird randomness. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, yeah, welcome that's to the, the podcast. Tell about black people. Uh, I grew up in the South, uh, an hour away from Gerard Carmichael. Wow. Did you guys know each other? Yeah. Well, I knew Gerard. Here's the funny thing. When I first, when Gerard first moved out here, everybody was like, yeah, hey, there's a guy out here. That he reminds us of you, but it's like, me when I first moved to LA. Like mm-hmm. Gerard is me when I first moved out here. Young happy, young, happy, <laughs> excited about life. You know, we both had the same demeanor. And then like I saw him I'm like, God, I see me in him or whatever. What do you like now? You all fucked up? I you know what? I stopped enjoying comedy for a while. Oh and then really? I, I got back into it. What what happened? Why'd you stop enjoying it? I hung around the wrong people. Oh, you gotta stay away from the wrong crowds. Well what happened was I moved out here and then it Almost like I started hanging around comics that were already successful or mm-hmm. on their way up, and I was not in that same basket. Like I used to hang with Kevin Hart when I first moved out. I moved out in two thousand one, and then like two thousand two, I met Kevin at the Laugh Factory, and then we kind of like hung out together. But this was when like Kevin was like popping. He was sure. getting, you know he was working and building and everything, and I was hanging around like with like uh, Chris Spencer, but Chris Spencer wasn't really working. But he's like Hollywood royalty or <laughs> yeah, whatever uh-huh. like you know, whatever elitist and uh so kevin was working i knew d-ray but kevin hart was like who i had my connection with right so when kevin started working and building up and everything I'm like fuck i should be working like kevin's working but i was not in the same boat with him right and it kind of like made me why am i why am i not where i want to be like I'm, I'm funny like kevin because at the same time i'm helping him you know i'm like i'm you know doing what friends do and then he he popped. Step the game up. He sure you know? did. Yeah. He popped, and then I'm like, mm. and I got, I was like, man, you what? got salty. A little bit because I thought we were friends, and I thought, you know, you, I'm from the south, so you know, we different mentality. You help. But what did you? What what would you have him do for you? <sighs> road dates. I would have probably. I would have just been happy right. just going on the road because I wasn't working. Like it was hard for me to feature for people because a lot of people wouldn't let me feature either. If they didn't know me. Or if you're too funny, and I'm not saying I was too funny, but if you're right. too funny for the headliner, you don't work. Right. You know, or you have to take, you have to like actually take it on the chain and say, I'm not going to try to kill it tonight. I'm be mediocre enough uh-huh. for him to say, yeah, let me go out here and show you right. how it's done, young man. But a lot of people didn't take me on the road with him. A few comics took me on the road. I went on the road with two years for uh, with uh, Paul Money, which Did was you really? uncomfortable, but a learning experience because Paul Money is a very grumpy, angry old black man. What yes, years? I've heard this. Yes, yes. He, what years he did you go out with him? 2006 to 2008. Do you still talk to him? No. No, because I'm trying to get Mooney on the podcast and he just won't text me he, back. Homie. You know what happened? I was living in New York at the time and I uh, did the NBC Diversity Showcase, which means everybody can showcase itself for white people. I did it, man. You did? Yeah, I tried to squeeze in there by by saying I had deaf parents and everybody was like, the, late, the booker took me aside and was like, look. You're very funny. You're a white person. Stop it. And I was like, okay, you make a fair point. So uh, and then I did the diversity showcase. And then I like 
I guess wanted or whatever, and then Paul Mooney manager. What do you mean you or whatever? Because they don't you really win you, it or you, you can't say you won. It just say they give you a development deal. They say we don't say winners. We just selected someone. Sure, okay. So Paul Mooney's manager at the time, she never wanted to manage me. Was but it then Maya assume, Angela? No, Helen Helene <laughs> Shaw. Shaw. Yeah, Tony she, Morrison. After she after I won the thing, she um she says to me, "Hey, I want to manage." I was like, "No, I'm gonna go with." I went. I ended up going with Brillstein. She like what? Then she was like, "You can't work with Paul Mooney anymore." So I couldn't work with Paul because she wouldn't let me manage <laughs> my career. But during the entire time I was working with Paul, she had no desire to manage me. And I helped write on. Paul had a show called Judge Mooney, mm-hmm. which I think yeah me was a part of the deal. Yeah. yeah. So BT was like, "We're gonna do your show." We shot like 30, 60 cases. It would have aired like every day for like a month. And then Paul was like, "I don't want to." Cooperate on the one portion of the show and BT like, well, fuck it, we're not gonna, we're not gonna do the show, and they just pulled it. They never did it, but like I wrote on the show, did warm up, like I was working with Paul, but he's, I could see how he's not where he is because he is his own worst enemy. Right, smart, hilarious, but, but crazy though. Yeah, it's smart. Too, you gotta be too smart for your own good. Sure, it's, it clearly. One of those situations. If anybody so. doesn't know who Paul Mooney is, he's like a led. Well, he's, uh, you, well you, they would know from Nigger Domus. But also, before that, he was writing for Chappelle, I mean, for uh, Pryor and Eddie I Murphy and everybody six else. Oh, six six. Richard, no, I would speak to Richard all the time. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I'm serious. Richard, I had, the, I, I, had the, I had the ear of the king, homie. He used to open for Eddie, too. Yes, he opened up for People don't know Paul Mooney opened up for Eddie Murphy um, when he did this Raw tour. Well, and that, he used. Charlie had the best story, or maybe Eddie had the best story, that Mooney bombed. Uh, like in a theater and just fucking before Eddie and just fucking bombed and uh, came off the stage and saw Eddie and goes, it's the acoustics, homie. <laughs> <laughs> My jersey is... <laughs> I bomb because the acoustics. Yeah, it's the acoustics, homie. That's no, I'm mean. serious. They got They they got to get the white boys in here and fix this up. That's Doug, hilarious. Have you ever bombed because of acoustics? I've bombed because they don't have good sound systems. Oh yeah, that is actually real. Like that's, he, oh, that yeah, is real. Yeah, that's you, real you talk. Samples in your act, so that yeah. makes total sense. Uh-huh. Uh, have you have you ever bombed because of acoustics, Neil? Uh, I've no. I've regular bombed. I bombed because of my act. <laughs> <laughs> the acoustics of your act, though. The acoustics of the way I wrote my jokes and my stage presence. That's fine. I bombed because of that. Uh, so what was Did you go around white people Black people What kind of where, I grew up where? around I never performed You know what's crazy I never performed in front of white people Until I moved to LA I lived Really I, I, I started sta- I'm 36 I started stand up When I was 15 This motherfucker and It's then, unbelievable I started when I was 15 I started at the uh, Comedy Zone In Charlotte, North Carolina One night um, My my ex-girlfriend She was 16 16, 17 go, yeah. And uh, I was young I was like a year younger than her But we went to her prom and the comedy zone in Charlotte was like, instead of going out fucking and this getting hotels. This is how black people meet. And, mm, <laughs> and so, <laughs> okay. Is it okay, Neil? It, it worked. play that one? <laughs> no, stop. Go ahead. Go ahead. Don't cough <laughs> on the mic. It, uh, instead of like going out and drinking and everything, they uh, say, hey, kids, come to the comedy zone and we'll have comics tell jokes to you or whatever so you don't go out and crash and kill yourself. Right. And so we went to the comedy zone and... Um, the comics were terrible. Like, they were fucking god-awful. Right. And then somebody was like, everybody was like, go up, go up, go up. And I was like, nah, and they, nah, go up. And I ended up going up, and I, like, told some jokes. I think my opening joke was like, how many people here spend a whole lot of money to try to fuck somebody they already fucked before? And then the crowd that's was like. Fuck, for a prom show, that's that's standing ovation. Yeah, they were like, ha, ha. No, That's a great prom show joke. And a lot of girls were like, wait, yeah, had you fucked? No, that's a whole zoo. Had you fucked at that point? Yeah, I had fucked. How, how old were you when you fucked for the first time? 
14. What? Young ass man. Who was you she? You got me fucked up. It was in a North Carolina shed, correct? <laughs> in, a, in a shed. It was an Uncle Tom. It was what cabin. we call a, a she-goat. It was a uh, it was a chick. I almost said her name. Don't say her name. Don't but it was like 14, 15. Like a oh, summer. Was, it was a summer thing. It was like going into a junior high school. Something she like was that. your age? Yes. Oh, okay. Tell us how you, detail for detail, how you lost your virginity. Uh, it was weird. My mom would go to school and we go to work during the day and leave me and my brother at the house by ourselves. And then, you know, kids have a house to themselves. Did you lose your virginity in the morning? Yes. That uh-huh. fucking, I've known a lot of dudes that that happened to. Because when well, my mom I goes never, to work. I don't, I don't fuck in the morning to this day. <laughs> to this day? <laughs> Dude, I don't like fucking in the morning. To this day. To this day. That's crazy. That's shit. hilarious. But yeah, I, yeah, like my mom would leave in the morning and then. The girl, my girl, she would see my mom leave, and then she would come down and hang out with me during the day, and then it just like one day it just popped off, and I'm like, yeah, that's out of the way. Now let me go ahead. And- a girl could have offered me morning to lose my virginity in the morning. I would have been like, no. Uh, did you? What do you mean? Offered you more? Offered me morning to lose my virginity in the. She could have oh, gone. Oh, you would I, not have. You would have fucked her. I promise you, I can't. I can barely even. I can't get it up before I, noon. Let me ask you this that. question. In your act, Neil, you have a punchline, a very funny punchline that says, "I something something and ride bikes and finger yeah, chicks because I'm eleven. Yeah. Is that true? Were you fingering chicks when you were eleven? Eighty. Uh, Don't put it by age, no, by I, no, year. No, no, no. I'm thinking about, yeah, no, I'm thinking about what I was doing in. Uh, I was probably by 12, 13. Yeah. Fingering 12, chicks. 13. 12 yeah. or 13, you start. But 11 is 11. a funnier yeah, word. It's funnier at 11. Uh, Doug, how old were you when you lost your virginity? I was like that? old, though. I was old. Were you old? Like 30? Like after. No, no. Like after, after, after high school. After high school. Yeah. I was after high school with college. For so you were fingering chicks for a full decade and a half before <laughs> you finally had sex <laughs> with A someone? decade and a half because I started college when I was 25. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I was fingering chicks. No, yeah. Like high school, there was. You couldn't. I went to a Catholic high school. Finger, only oh. the jocks were fucking. Finger popping, finger popping, right. finger yeah, popping. Yeah, we're blasting. A decade goes by. You're like, Just, let's take I, this to the I next level. It. His fingers are had more sex than right. yeah. Way more. What's up? Jocks. Did you go down on the girl the first time? No. No. Have you ever gone down on a woman? Yes. Wait a minute. Wait, what? Where what? do black people meet? Uh, <laughs> down. They don't meet there. They don't meet there. I know Did that, homie. I went down on a girl the first time I ever had sex. Really? Yeah. Like you're very how old were you when you when I was fifteen. And I don't know why I did it, but I did it. I was like, I I'll try down, this. Wake up and know. smell your pussy, bitch. I've wasted. You know what? I, I'm mad now because I look back and I'm like I really wasted a lot of sex when I was in oh, high school because sure. we didn't know what the fuck we were doing. We just totally. like, you know, I make a face. When do so, you feel like you started knowing what you were doing? Like twenty, like twenty three, twenty four. Yeah. yeah, that's when you figure it out. Yeah, yeah, because you, you, you say I. You, I, I was just fucking to be fucking. Like uh, everything in high school, it was just practice, just to be doing something. You was you were fucking just to say you were fucking. Yeah, yeah I, you didn't know what was good. You didn't know until you. I. It wasn't until I was like twenty three, twenty four, where I'd get like sopping wet with sweat. <laughs> yeah, like fucking like marathon. Because you've been, stuff. you knew what you were doing. Uh, right. And then on top of that. This girl doesn't know her body well enough to tell at you all. Yeah. At all. that's good right there what you're doing. You know right. what I'm saying? She's just like, you, no, ca- you came and she's like, now, yay. Now, said that, they, you wouldn't know how to make her come anyway. At yeah, that, at that age, you'd be like, you can't, you can't sustain long enough. You can't, right. you, 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 when you're young, you can't stay in pussy long enough to not bust within the first 
five, ten uh, minutes of it. For the white listeners, when uh, Maranzio says bust, he <laughs> means ejaculate. Ejaculate. So everybody knows. That, no, there was a lot of confusion. Yeah, about people at <laughs> internet people at home were like, up. wait a second. Bust they didn't know what? what bust. A lot of bust people are on urbandictionary.com right now. Bust. God knows that champs listeners don't know about black no, lingo. I love the idea that they do know. but <laughs> The most basic black I know. lingo. Um, no, you're right. It's hard to. Ha- I remember the first time that I had sex with a girl where I like started like actually doing a th- like instead of just sort of like weirdly sliding my body up and down I was like oh you can like fuck a person right. that's a thing right. you can actually have oh yeah no it's at that point it's basically like a car accident like Until more than one you pump you know what you're doing no, more than one pump I don't mean that although that helps too but I mean like <laughs> I mean where you like <laughs> I mean, like you, you know what I'm saying is like when you're like, <laughs> don't stop it. <laughs> I mean, like, um, where you like, you know, you can go fast or you can go slow yeah. or you can flip them around or they can yeah. get on top of you. Like you just don't know oh, that, that information. Point, you're like largely powerless. You're just yeah. like, ah. You sex- when you're on top, you're not doing anything. Yeah, sex is you- happening to me. My, my yeah. first time, I, the very first time that I had the opportunity to like actually have sex, I failed miserably. What did what happened? Could not get. Oh, you couldn't get it up. I could get it up. Dick be up all day long. Just all day long. Stay up. Dick all stay up. Dick stay up. Let me tell you about the dick. I'm w- stay Woody up. Allen. You get it now. You're Woody Allen in an in an orphanage or what? Woody Allen just the wood. The yeah. Dick. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, mine was pretty good too. I felt. Yeah. No. You're gonna say no. I'm gonna that? give. I'm gonna give them both a thumbs down. All right. All right. Are you gonna edit them out? <laughs> My wife. Hair. Now I won't. Hair Brennan. Yeah. Well, I've been editing the whole time. Hair Brennan. Uh, I will edit I you out. The, I made us the the hit podcast we are today. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> so the first time we in the bed laying and I. I I knew where the hole was, but I just couldn't. Oh, you didn't know how to put it inside. Of yeah, 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 yeah. So it's hard to figure she out. was. And I was like, do it for me. She's like, no. I was like, I'm this not. is a very dark thing to say, but I've often thought, how do rapists do it? What? Meaning it's hard enough it to is. get it in when they want it in. Right. No, it's not. But against it's, your will? It's because like I said rape. You have to No, I don't care about so your rape never anecdote. never had a hard time. I care about your inability to find a... He, he was 14 no, years no, no, old. I'm not saying you can't find it. Just... Edging it in the right way right. to get it in. No, I ha- I must have a bigger dick. <laughs> well, actually, that would be that would make it uh, no. harder. No, it, it is harder. No, you sound crazy. It would make it harder to get it in. If it was bigger, it would be harder to get it in. No, because there would be more possibility that your penis would land in an area because it has more area. Right, but it's not a matter of this the land mass. It's a matter of specificity. Basic mathematics, Neil. No, no, no. It's specificity. I will say that I do not find it difficult to find a woman's vagina ever. That's not now. A- now, when I was 14, I had it was like a mystical. But it's uh, always uh, lower than you cave. think it's going to be. It is. It's always lower. So, so we're making this up, is you're, what you're saying. What you're doing is you're not using I statements, and I don't have this problem. Okay, fine. I we do. did. Okay. We, he and I. Did. I did when I, I was did. a young Now I, I no look past. I can get in so there. So I'm just picturing a rapist to be a little older than 14 years old. That's my imagery. He's got a beard. He's got a jacket. He's got sunglasses. You're a rapist. That's <laughs> me. <laughs> the guy it's that me. you drink in your rape fantasy. <laughs> no, he's a, yeah, he's got a beard, sunglasses. From Oakland. From Oakland. Uh, lives in Silver Lake. Has a podcast. <laughs> writing a, for the new normal. This, literally, you're listening to the guy right now. <laughs> Doug, have you ever raped a woman? (laughs) 
yourself. Can you <laughs> yeah, edit that, that out? Not even a good question. Yeah, I know. Edit that. What am I gonna say yes and make a I'll joke out of it? Right. How do you how do you feel about comedy right now? As far as like people getting upset about what we can say and what we can't say on stage. Uh, we talked about. I I think it's even like it's. Ha- I don't even like talking about it as because it, it's so. Oh, even talking about it is hacky. You're saying. Well, no, no, but we talked about it so many times. I'm right. sick of talking about it. Okay, I apologize. Uh, no, no, no. Meaning it's fucking obviously stupid and. It's just people want to grandstand. Right. They don't care. It's don't, fake. It's fake complaining. Yeah. yeah, they just go. We caught you. We. It's a fucking right. witch hunt. They just well, go. This, We've got you. I, I can actually segue this into a discussion. I think is is germane and not repetitive. Which is that when we we were all going, all the comics going back and forth on the internet about Tosh and about Tracy Morgan and about everybody else, and uh, and then. Um, Chick-fil-A, the Chick-fil-A thing happened and came out and was, you know, the, with their weird anti-gay thing. Me. And right. I was talking shit, you know, right. about Chick-fil-A and like basically saying that they're bullshit and awful and terrible wastes of human beings and everyone should kill them. Uh, not really. But then all these people started trying to ride me like they busted me. Right. Like, oh, you were talking all this shit about, you know, Daniel Tosh should be able to say whatever he wants. Well, but what's you shitting on Chick-fil-A. Right, Ain't nobody up? listening to you niggas. <laughs> <laughs> But what's up with you talking shit about them exercising their free speech? Right. And the point is, like, I exer- I support your right to say whatever you want. It doesn't mean that I support whatever you say. You know right. what I mean? So, uh, what like, what do you guys think about about? Uh, I don't eat Chick Fil A anyway. I mean, I uh, in terms of, I feel a, bad a, a for the pri- gay black guy that wants to eat chicken. Oh, in the south, owned. he's like, God damn, I love Chick Fil A. Damn, I want to go to Chick Fil A so bad. That is a bummer, actually. For it that is. Guy. You got like, protest. Chick Fil A. I'm a big fat gay black dude that I go Chick-fil-A. home to Charlotte there's a black gay guy that works at a Chick-fil-A like downtown Charlotte right now so I, I know he though. is you couldn't. actually know you're that deep into the Chick-fil-A game that you know specific employees I, well I was home not too long ago that's how I know there's a black gay guy working uh, at Chick-fil-A Alright, I don't, yeah, I mean, I, if you have a private company, say whatever you want. You can say anything, yeah. and I, and then everybody gets to react however they want. The di- the argument is, I don't want to take away people's right to say it, but I do want to talk shit. It's About not, what they say. Yeah, everybody should have that right. Yeah, yeah I even find that a little grandstanding. I just find What that, I'm saying. Yeah, I find the, because you could, it's completely selective. Right. There's always someone saying something stupid. Uh, like Patton today was going off on progressive insurance, and at a certain point, right. it's like they're fucking dumbass corporations. It's not even fish in a barrel. It's like right. they're tone deaf, hungry motherfuckers. And but having said that, I'm sure I've done it, and sure. just can't remember. Uh, well, uh, like I was at the laugh factory the night Dane did his joke. Right. Uh, oh, about the shooting. Yeah, but he he did it on the. Here's the crazy part. He the first night he did it was on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Crowd like yeah. loved it. Of course. Right. And then he did it on a Thursday night, and I guess somebody got a whiff of it, and they didn't like it. So right. they went. What's the joke? It was. Uh, some- somebody at Batman was probably like, it, they were so bored in the first 15 minutes that they were like, someone please, please fucking shoot. shoot me. Right. So it's the joke was pretty. It wasn't. It was like, it was more like. Joke. Not a good joke. It's just there. It's fine. You know yeah. what? Funny thing. Uh, late Patrice O'Neill, we had a conversation one day, and he said. Um, How come nobody ever called him on anything? <laughs> it's incredible. Oh, you can't. It's. Because he could out, because he could he's untouchable. People. Yeah, he's untouchable. He, well, also, well, they called him out, but he would just argue. He had. He, you can't argue with Patrice. You could right. not argue with Patrice. Right. Is 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 not necessary. It was, but Patrice was like the C students run, the internet now. Right. It's like the A students were the ones in high school. The A students were the ones who were popular, smart. Right. Well, not smart, but popular. Athletes, rich or whatever, and then right. the B students were the ones who knew the A students, uh-huh. and then the C students were the ones who couldn't eat in the cafeteria, ate in the band room, right. or in the, and play hacky sack behind the building. Those are the people who run 
the internet now because they that's, have a uh, that's absolutely right it is totally they run they run they have a platform now all you need is one person to agree with you to fuel you right. to keep going to do you like yeah one person agree and then you right. keep doing that shit you just got a website like people live off these people that make money off of just gossip websites like that's right. the craziest fucking thing to me that your career consists upon me yeah, hearing something yeah. that yeah. he did and then you have sponsorship to be you, you, to you be a bitch. To, to be, be a, a bitch. bitch. Yeah. yeah. You, you perpetuate and, and, and you keep shit going. You're like Don King of the internet. You just promote bullshit. Hey, what's up? My At name least is- Don King promoted good fights. He did. He did. I'll give hey, you I'm Tyrone James. Uh, I'm a professional bitch. I'm bitch. I'm currently sponsored by Hurley, Gatorade, and Chick-fil-A. <laughs> uh, Basically. Fucks with me. Yeah. I mean, that's what, what's his name? At least what's his name? Like recanted? You know what the thing Perez about? Perez, yeah. To go back to Chick-fil-A, what bugged me about it. It's not that they said whatever their opinion is is fine, but it was like their opinion was based on like their religious belief or something. They were like hiding behind. If they just said, you know, we don't believe in gay marriage because that's our belief, that would have been one thing. But then like you, like saying it's like their They'd Christian value. Yeah. And then they had the Chick-fil-A Appreciation Day. That just like <laughs> compounded things. Like. Yeah, that I, just that makes it worse. That that's what bugged me is like everyone is like in support of their, of their bigotry. Like bigotry. Yeah, but I do have to say that I would I, I kind of have a problem with I would have a bigger problem with Chick Fil A if they came out and they were like, Hey, we're Chick Fil A. We're actually atheists, but we really don't like gay dudes. Like that, there's yeah. something about yeah. the religious I mean, thing that makes me go. At least you're it. like ignorant. No, it's in like that they're way. hiding behind. They can't just admit it. They're just hiding behind. But that's the that's a chicken egg thing because they don't. Ironically enough, because who knows where their bigotry came from? It right. probably came from religion to begin with. But what came first, a chicken? But it's like they're not. They're not like they're like we're not bigots. It says it in Sorry. the Bible, kind right. of thing. It's like they, that's like their excuse. You know, it's like right. You know, we're no, you're right. And and a lot of the counter arguments were you're trying to take away religious people's right to believe what they believe. But it's like this cognitive dissonance because it's like does do nobody remember in the 60s when religious uh, Baptist church white Baptist churches were using the Bible to so, uh, bolster their their opinions about segregation well, and about, the, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but that's the well that's the irony of the is that black people just stopped being homophobic like 3 months ago. <laughs> if that. If that. If that. I mean, you, you think about it. More white celebrities come out and say, "Hey, I'm gay," right? Than black celebrities. There's a shitload of black celebrities out there. That Luther Vandross was gay. Come on, stop right. that! Not my Luther. Yes, not yes, my yes. Luther. Fat, fat Luther and skinny Luther both were gay, and but he died with next, no one ever bringing it up. Next thing you're gonna say, Tyler Perry's gay. Oh no! I heard. Well, whatever. What you what? Had heard? What? I heard Miles Davis caught it. Caught the yeah. cake. Caught I heard. I heard no, that too. I heard, he caught, I heard he died from AIDS. I they, heard, no one ever says. I that, heard Miles Davis made the choice to be gay. I don't know what that means, but he did die from. Uh, <laughs> he did die. Death from AIDS. Uh, he, that's what I heard. Yeah, and, that's he, interesting. and we heard it very probably two different very times. Yeah. Um, but he the, was. Uh, but he was also a junkie. Well, I know, but that's the thing. Like, did he get that's it? That's the. That would be the cover. I didn't say he died of AIDS. But it was I didn't say he died of gay AIDS. It wasn't bad AIDS. AIDS. Well, you did it's segue it from. I heard Luther's yeah. gay. I heard Miles Davis had AIDS. So I'm, that was no. But I, no, I said I heard he. Uh, whatever. You get the point. Yeah. Because the rumor was that Luther was dating the dad off of a uh, Family Matters. Off of Alf. No, shut the fuck up. Really, Reginald Dale Johnson. How yeah. did they fuck? Psst, fat people. Gay you think? Sex? You think when know? he came? You think when he came, he was like, did I do that? It's a yes. good Urkel joke, yeah. you guys. <laughs> a good old-fashioned Urkel joke. You don't, you don't judge a good joke by whether it gets laughs, huh? <laughs> well, I, 
I feel like on a lot of podcasts, the the partners like. No, I know you want me to support your jokes. Try to I, support. No, I but know you're I'll a, support you're the a good literal one. hater. No, no, no. I will support the good ones. Yeah. You don't think the idea of Reg what's his name? Reginald L. Johnson. Reginald no, L. Johnson no, pulling out. You just shut up. Shut up. Let me talk. Stop interrupting. He's me. a hater, though. You will pull out and come on Luther Vandross's belly and then say in an Urkel voice, Did I do that? You don't think there's anything comedically no, nice we just about that? Hey. What do you think? Zero on that? If it was Urkel doing it, then it would make sense. Just, the logic, I'm just looking at the logic behind it. There's no logic behind it. Yeah, it's about love. One of the reasons it didn't play. It's about love. <laughs> one of the reasons it didn't play well. Right. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Come on. So, so did you hear also lately in the news, we were talking downstairs about uh, this case in Arkansas, which is fucking mind-boggling, of this young kid, 19-year-old black kid in Arkansas. Uh, Arkansas, is, is that what it was, Neil? Uh, yes, no, Arkansas. Okay. Yeah, they, they pulled I mean, the, close enough. Pulled the kid over, searched him, found a dime bag of weed, threw him in the back of the. Can I do that? <laughs> That's what he said. Put him in the back of the cop car. Pulled him out again when they found some suspicious-looking white powder in in the car. Okay. Searched him again. Put handcuffs on him at that point. Put him in the back of the cop car, and then they claim the Arkansas police from whatever city it was that he pulled out a gun that they had missed in two different searches and killed himself in the back seat of a car yeah, for a dime bag of weed case. Physically, I've been in the back seat of a police car. Of course you have. And thanks. And, <laughs> and and handcuffs. So it's kind of like yeah, I can't not, see how it's possible for him to pull the gun out and then you and, and then, shoot himself. And then you yeah, it's in not the possible. head. It's not, not I if you're like listening that, at home that try was it. Who he was going to shoot. Like it's like no, he would have <laughs> shot a cop. If he first of all if he wanted to die, he would have taken some cops out with him. Right. But he didn't they said he killed himself. It's not it's yeah. not possible. Yeah. It, it, there's no way in the world you there's no no one's gonna a buy 19 that. Nineteen year old um, for over weed. It's ridiculous. Who the fuck kills itself over getting caught with weed? So what do you think, Neil? Murder? Uh, yeah, of course. Murder. Murder. But having said that, if we can segue into Trayvon, I think dude's getting off. I don't think homeboy's doing any time for Trayvon. It's gonna be oh, no way. I disagree with you. Uh, I think it's this is taking entire. You know what? It's gonna be a hung jury. You know why? Uh, it's taking or not guilty. It's taking too long. Right. Yeah. It's taking too long. Is it? What they're doing is trying to stretch it out as long as they can, hoping that people will forget, or at least be like, "Oh man, that shit's so old. Let it go." Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's been so much back and Having forth. Said that, I don't think it's any slower than any normal trial. Uh, any normal murder. The trial. hype on it is gone. For, yeah. Uh, yeah. Because well, that's a that's a news cycle. Well, you would hope that that's a new. They well, can only do so many vigils. You can only do so much. Yeah. Like, there's only so much new information. They'll release information now. He did something today. I saw a link today, and I literally didn't click on it because I was like, eh. Yeah, You're over it. It's like, yeah. yeah. And that's the other thing. As Just as humans in general, we our attention span is like. I need a law and order. That. I need a law and order case. <laughs> get it in, get out. I literally need it like gling gling. Dun, dun, dun. He got shot. Gling gling. What? He, he, he took money off the internet. <laughs> gling gling. Speaking of. And then Dick Wolf at the yeah. end. Speaking of black people <laughs> with the result unclear. Uh, do you think that Obama is winning this election? Uh, I want to. You go first. I can go first. I believe slam dunk, and that's not a basketball joke. I believe, <laughs> uh, but we'll take it. I believe Barack Obama one hundred percent. 
I just think he's going to win. No question about it. To me. Yeah. Uh, I think Ryan. Barack Obama. Did you see him on 60 Minutes? No. Is he also awesome? He's not. He's smart. Yeah. He's articulate. He, he's uh, he's telegenic. And His Twitter handle is what Ryan. Was it Ryan? I, I don't think that's him. Huh? I think that's a fake one. You think so? Yeah. Uh, I would still say that it's going to be. I. He was a good addition for I think the polls this week are going to be way closer. Well, what's fascinating about Ryan is that both sides are declaring him as a victory. Yeah. So the Democrats are like, you stupid motherfuckers, how could you choose this dude? And the Republicans are like, yay, we chose this dude. So it's very interesting to see who, won- who right. wins. But the Republicans are going to be able to trick people into thinking that he's good because it's fiscal austerity and right. we're gonna, we got to tighten our bootstraps and all that stuff it, and we need to you we create jobs by cutting taxes which has never been proven never right uh but they like saying it has been right. never been proven uh in fact george bush cut the shit out of taxes and we still got crushed right um so so but i but ryan is a good guy to trick voters uh and he's tricked he's he went in wisconsin where they just almost did a they they right. did a recall on their governor, so it's like he's a good politician. He's really competent. Right. I think he's way more competent than Romney. Is yeah, that's that's the scary part. It's like he's more competent than Biden too. He is. I would give. Yeah, well, who, who is Big Bird is more competent than Biden. Bi- Can we replace the VP though? Like yes, they, the the thing to do would have been to get Hillary Clinton to run on now. the ticket. That would have been. The, I don't know. Is why it too late? Didn't it. She didn't want to. She didn't want to. Well, her thing is after this is over, she plans to run. But that's the perfect segue into becoming the president. True, but she. But seriously, she you, wants to do it on her own, her own ticket, her own dime, and the whole shit. Right, but real talk, did you eat pussy the first time that you fucked? <laughs> this <laughs> that's a whole zoo. <laughs> yeah, keep going. Did you? No, you did. I did not. You didn't. Uh, I bet you she did. Um, so that was a. That, I think that Run was really it again. Fun. <laughs> do, do a recall. You gotta do it at least three times. Do a to, yeah, to explain it to us and then see if it's funny. I already think it is funny. <laughs> <laughs> I think the two of you are ganging up on me. Why would we? Wh- I you can't. If something is funny, I can't not laugh at it. I you, benefit nothing by ganging up on you. I, I think you can both eat a dick. Uh, that's I fine. Think. But if something's funny, laughter is an involuntary response. I can't. You can't control it. No shit. What were we gonna say? Sidebar. Sidebar. Uh, it took me a long time to speak to you. How come? Um. This is Neil, by the way. Neil. Pointed, yeah. It took a long time to t- for me to talk to Neil, because when I first moved out here, you know. Comedy is clickish to a degree, you know what I mean. But then you have your people that when did are you just. you move out here? Two thousand one. But oh, yeah. yeah, but this is before you know, long a while back. Um, comedy is clickish, and then, then you have certain people that are just standalones. Like I think Patrice was a standalone. Like he didn't really right. have a, a group of right. people that he ran with. You know what I mean? And people want to get close to him, but they ain't know how. You know what I'm saying? Corey Holcomb is is a, is a standalone. Absolutely. Bill Burr is kind of a... Absolutely. I a, was going to say, because there's guys standalone. that like I would like to hang out with Billy. Yeah. And I he whenever I try to talk to him, it's just like... It took me for cats. It took me forever for Patrice to warm up to me. But he called me one night, and he said, I saw... I saw your performance, and then he was like, I think you're funny. And it meant a lot for him to call me to tell me that it's certain people that I want you know who else he did that with me too really yeah that's dope yeah it's a lot of people that I would want that recognition from but couldn't it it was like I I, I aspire to try to like gain that person he's the only guy that's ever done that as a matter of fact because I always try to do that like if I think someone's funny I'll like go hey I think you're funny and be encouraging and Patrice is the only guy that's ever done that I did Rock won't do it Chris Rock has seen me a lot I always wanted Chris Rock to get like do that 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 it's never gonna happen 
Eddie Murphy did it, but Chris Rock won't do it. Right. Uh, I've always wanted him from Chappelle, but I've never performed in front of him. So he I'm, he's never, never seen me. I, the thing with Dave is he it wouldn't mean that much. He would just say it to be polite. Friendly. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he would just say it to be like. I thought about that also. Yeah, like it, it wouldn't. <laughs> That's not Eddie. Eddie, That's what it is. To so. me, Eddie means it. Chris, it'll never happen. Eddie did. He, Eddie was like, you know, he did the little nod or whatever. Yeah. And like, you're, you know, you're funny. Yeah. I'm getting it from other people. Dick Gregory did it mm-hmm. for me or whatever. Where was that? Uh, Addison Improv. Uh, when I was with Mooney, him In and Mooney. Texas. Yep. Oh, great. He was hanging out. So I got it from him. But when I met, when I I first saw you, I was like, God, I'm, I'm fucking not gonna talk to this guy. Like I avoided him mm-hmm. a couple of times. But then one day you saw me at the Laugh Factory. The Laugh Factory in Long Beach, right? Yeah, and you like funny stuff, like, and then. We had a conversation, and I was like, fuck. And then initially, my mind started twirling because I had more ideas in the hobby shop, and I was like, I want to go work with Neil. How do I go talk? I asked everybody, how can I get on Neil's I gotta tell you, good I, side? I, I work with Neil. And, uh, <laughs> it's, first of all, it's overrated. <laughs> He's abusive. I, he knows he, what he, funny he, is. He can't accept love. That's why. <laughs> he won't incapable. accept fake love. It's not fake. I it's, love you. What is it? But it, what does that mean? I don't. I'll explain to you. It me. wasn't fake. It wasn't me. It was a me no, for no, me. No. It was a genuine. No, no, I know. But there's not. You know that there's nothing less attractive than somebody who want, openly wants to work with you. Right, right. So you would be like, let's work it. And I'd kind of be like, well, I never would come to you and be like, Neil, I need you to work. I right. would never do that. But I just wanted him yeah, to see did, me. Actually. With BT thing. No, you said you literally said like I need you to take me under your wing. And I, well, like, I said what? mentor me. Oh yeah, mentor. I said exactly. you mentor me because like I felt like I was just like in a rut. Mm-hmm. Like I got tired of people telling me. I, I really got sick of people telling me I was funny, but I felt like I was funny for no reason because I'm like I'm just funny and nothing is fucking happening. Like I'm I've, I've met every fucking network. I've done the the rigmarole thing. And then That sounded racist. Are you gonna be the rigmarole? Yeah. It sounded racist toward black people. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. No. So I <laughs> I had done everything. So I was like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? And then I was like, I, I I'm gonna go talk to this guy. And then you just saw me like I, you you think you're funny. And then and then I was like, all right, cool. Said, Anyone can funny. be funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you're funny, you, good stuff, whatever. And then, you know, yeah, no, I mean, but I we were cool. Yeah, and that was the thing when it was like I because the thing is when when you said like I want to, it was like what do you think I'm gonna do? Yeah, <laughs> like, I, that's whenever well, someone's that's, like I want to, it's like what it, what can I do? It's well, that, not yeah. like I but it wasn't the joke that, that like I didn't pluck Chappelle out of obscurity and be like come with me. I know just what to fix you up. Clearly, like, but it, it was just no. I hear you. The, I, I hear what Nate, you're saying. Nate, stop dropping my name. <laughs> I always think about that as like one of the fantasies of the young comedian is that you're going to get discovered. Meet a comedian who's right. going to go, ah, oh, you, right this way and you open the up the door, right. open the door to Hollywood to you. But what you fail to realize is that almost all the way up the ladder, that comedian is hoping that someone else is going to do that right. as well. And it pretty much goes to the top until at the top tier, people are like, fuck it, I'm writing my own ticket. But it takes so long to get up there that people are so, I mean, People are so like taking you on the road or a person on the road. It's like, you, you know, how many people have died in complete obscurity be, because they were on the road with, you know, Don right. Rickles. I mean, fucking only people only know who Don Rickles is. They don't know who whoever that was. Might, right. you know who the I mean? opener was. Yeah. Feature, yeah. 
And so, yeah, I, I hear that. It's like there's nothing to do. I can't do – like now that I'm in a smaller position, and I'm sure you feel the same way, like when you – and I'm sure you do too, Doug. Like whenever you click up this little ladder, then someone who's not there yet will be like, oh, can you introduce me to your agent or can you right. – And it's like you think like, You're I, like I, I can't do – I don't know do, my agent. Right? I, I, I never do anything. What now, can I do? I will say I've never – I've never – like even when I'm with Kevin Hart's situation, I never – even when I met Dave Beckham, he would take me up to the office and hang out. I, he would literally hang out with Kevin Hart and sit in three hours office. And I'm mm-hmm. like, fuck, I want to go talk to Dave Beckham. But I would never ask Kevin for that. Like, I want I want to genuinely be selected. But that what you said is pretty much how I was thinking. I'm like, man. Right. Because I don't have anyone. I'm, I don't, I'm, I'm not covered in the blood of anybody. I'm, I'm, I'm a standalone. Like, there's, right. I'm not a part of a family. I'm not in a clique. I'm not like, you know, I don't run with young guns of comedy. That's the thing that people, I'm not either. People, it's like I was in one and it split up. You know right. what I mean? So people are like, no, no, no. It's like, yo, man, I'm looking to fucking, like, I'm looking to work with people. Like, right. I'm trying to work with Will, and, Will Farrell and Adam McKay. And, like, that was, yeah. yeah. And then, so it's like, I'm always looking, but I'm not looking for, like, uh, I don't, I'm not an opportunity. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's. Because I'm not a, I'm not a young nobody, comic nobody anymore. More, and it, yeah. It's kind of like, I'm not a, and, and the other thing was, I'm not a young comic anymore. Right. I'm not old, but I'm not a young comic. And it's kind of like, I don't think an older comic would come to me and say, I want to mold. You know who told me this? Keith Robinson. What'd he say? Keith Robinson, like, God damn it, Marangio, you're funny guy. Don't worry about it. You got your own lane. Like, if you know who Keith Robinson is, then you know how he talks. Yeah. But Keith was like, just do your own thing. You know what I'm saying? And I do, but it's kind of like, I don't want to. You could be like Louis and take for it, not take forever, <laughs> but Louis chose a path. And that's kind of like he, right? But I, what I, yeah, except that you know, it's like for every Chris Rock and Eddie Murphy, there's going to be a, a, a thousand Jay Medicine hats who died yesterday. Young Hope, you hurt? I don't know, know yet. No, he was huge in the age. Jay Medicine had Jay died. Medicine yeah, hat? He, he died yesterday. Yeah. Yo, no. I'm not. I'm not. Are you? I'm focused, man. Are you serious? I'm yeah, being. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm serious. He died yesterday. Really? Yeah. And so Jay Medicine hat was a legendary comic in the '80s. But you know, where from? From I think he was in San Francisco for a while, but uh, I think he died. Hypnotist, right? Yeah, hypnotist. Yeah, yeah. they would book was, him like two weeks out of the. Like, he would get booked at comedy clubs, two weeks in a row. Like he, he would sell out. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, or, or Gallagher or whoever was a person right. that. So even when you flame up, it's like the idea of you flaming up and then staying on fire for the rest of your career is unlikely. I mean, most right. people have right. a five-year window. It's like Chappelle's window hasn't closed because of how funny he is he and, left. and his mystique is still yeah. in the in the air. Yeah. But even that, in a weird way, is like you know, eventually, it'll eventually, go away. it'll close. Everybody's got their. Their, time. their window, yeah. and so it's like what happens with Louis. Well, if it had happened when he was twenty-five, then he wouldn't have been famous by now, right? Or, you know, he would have we wouldn't have anybody right. to be like, "Hey, he comes out with an hour every hour," or yeah, or, or whatever, right? Yeah. So I mean, I I I just try to keep my nose down and keep working. But there's I'm, nobody, you you know, it's like you, no one can really like help anybody well, other that, than other yeah. than just like, hey, you want to do this thing, right? And that's but what I, that's why I always say. Uh, like when people the younger comics will be like oh you got Montreal or you got on this show oh did your agents get you that I'm like no yeah my agents didn't get me right. that I had to be the person that did it, it I got me that yeah they hooked a, me up with I got a guy on Facebook asking me he's like I got this pilot can you 
send it to Adult Swim for me. Uh huh. I'm like, can I get my pilot? How about my right. pilot on Adult yeah, Swim? Yeah, well, that's exactly right. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna like, fast track yours in yeah. real quick. That's, that's what that's I want to exactly say right. to people. Like, yo, I didn't move out here to do your shit. Right. Right. Like, I'm here to do my shit, and then if that fails, I'm gonna do another piece of my shit. Right. I'm gonna keep shitting. Yeah. Until until and then, one of them isn't horrifying. Right. It took a long right. time for me to speak to Neil. Right, Neil's a tough person to speak to for a, a number. Guys, of I got some great credits out there. No, you no, he's a tough. It's not just that. <laughs> it's that sometimes you can be difficult to communicate with. Um, a younger uh, me, a younger me would have spoke to you way sooner. Like, right. but I would have made an ass out of myself. Right, but you know, but do you understand why? Because it's like when people say people look at me as an opportunity when I'm at comedy shows. Right. And I'm not. But I wasn't looking at you as an opportunity because I made my intentions clear, like mentor. Right, that's but that's like mentor. And in my head, I'm like, what the fuck? Because you've been on the other side. Of, right, like you've right. seen it you, 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 from a stand-up to directing a stand-up to doing stand-up to understanding right. sketch. Right. You know what I mean? Because like like you said, like Chappelle's show kind of like set. Yeah, no, the, the, I get that. But I don't – but that's like – that's just me doing my shit. I don't feel like like, and now I'm just now I'm in my mentor phase. <laughs> you know what I mean? So when people go like, I want to mentor, it's like I don't. What the fuck do you like? I literally just want to walk away, right? Because I don't know what to say to. People. Well, I never say that shit again. Though I ain't like, hey, what's up with the hey, mentoring so gig? Are, you didn't yeah. come by the, the wor- come by my house and pick. Yeah, me up you didn't pick me up on Saturday morning so we can go play catch. <laughs> this is the worst mentoring gig ever. I've been waiting for five years. Yeah, that in the me. black comedy scene, I am perceived as bitter and angry is that right amongst black comics what do you think there's credence to it no i just don't i don't like i don't appreciate comics that steal jokes mm-hmm. that happens i think it happens in comedy period do you think sometimes that people who are the joke thief police are a little bit quick to pull the trigger on w- something that isn't an actual s- scenario of joke thievery you have the you have to you have to uh look you at the source acting like you're being stolen from all the time no no, no, not you. But not me, but I mean, you have to look I'm at this. I'm just trying to wonder, like, no, no, why, you have why to would l- someone feel like that about because you? Because I, I, you know what it is? I don't play the game. I don't play I don't play the, uh, I'm not going to say what I'm thinking because I don't know who this person is or may be one day. You know you what I'm saying? You think you, like, no, I'm not saying you, but I've noticed a lot of people that, that are have styled themselves as the joke thievery sort of, like, the people that say, hey, that's stolen joke. They'll often it's pull the... It's a part the, of the game. They'll often pull the trigger way quick. Yeah, because they're looking to say, hey... Yeah, they like feeling that way. Yeah. When you see a joke that someone else has told, rather than assuming, oh, they might have a similar joke or, oh, this might be something, they'll assume, it's, oh, that you stole that joke. It's comics I know now that spend more time looking for people who are stealing other people's jokes than, like, actually doing out and write a fucking joke. Right. It's like, we, we didn't hire you to do this. You're not, uh-huh. you're not like a referee. So why, um, why else do people think you're bitter? I just speak out about what I don't like. I really, I have a lot. I, I probably don't like more shit than I do like. What do you really not like? I don't What's like the shit you don't like. I don't yeah, like that shit you don't. Like? I don't like. I don't like Black Knight. That's uh, the uh, shit you don't like. I don't like Black Knight at comedy clubs. I don't like that because it comes with a stigma that you have to be a certain type of comic mm-hmm, to be on that right, show. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> Either you had to do these, you had to do certain type of jokes, or you had to have a certain credit or whatever. Like Gary Owen hosted. Gary Owens hosted uh, uh, Tuesday night. At the lab, at uh, comedy show, which is Black Knight, well, tripping, Gary on, tripping on Tuesday. Gary Owen, by the way, blacker than you. Yes, very much blacker than me. More, bl- you know what, Sari? More black people know Gary Owen, right? Than know me. He's so, very famous. He's a white person. He's a white comic who's probably the tenth most famous black comic. You think <laughs> he is? 
He is. He uh, de- definitely. Yeah. yeah. He won Comic View. He won. He hosted Comic View for like a whole year. Wow. Yeah. He's As on the Shack. Person? He's on the Shack tour. He's on Tyler Perry's it's fucking a shit. Crazy life. I think about that a lot. What the life of a person dedicated to essentially it's funny because we're literally doing it but it, like essentially living in another i don't think that gary o i don't know gary Owen, but i'm sure it's not disingenuous i'm sure he's not like he's married to a black girl he's married sure, to a, he sure, plays up the whole i'm sure it's real i mean i don't yeah. think he's like a, a poser but what an interesting thing to live your whole life essentially inside the culture of another race yes because that's what he's doing like he made a joke about it like because white people in the audience like do you know who i am he's like man my own people don't even know me like right i gotta cross over to it was a funny joke was funny because i had to cross over for white people to know me which was right he had to blow up as a big black comic yeah. in order to, yeah, to go like to a the white premise side. for a movie Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's that one where the guy turns Juana black? Man. Juana Man. Oh no, no, Soul Man. Soul Man. Oh, See Thomas Howe, Great Don Child, nineteen eighty six. And just literally did not look black in any way. Like looked yeah. like Blackface. a bad. And he went to Harvard, and James Earl Jones was in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's his mentor? This is my son. Yeah. So, but I mean, in black, I don't like doing black rooms, and then black comments get mad at me because they're like, "Why you don't come out to the room?" Because I Too don't. For this. They think I am, but it's not that. It's just that I'm not. I'm. I'm not gonna fuck a stool. I'm not gonna jump up and down. I'm not gonna yell. I, I, I don't have a fuck a stool Neil, joke. T- you're his mentor. None of your mentor. Tell him they need none to of my bits consistent. Hey, Ronzi, that's what my mentor <laughs> name is for you. Ronzi, uh, you gotta fuck the stool. Boy. I got. <laughs> what if that had been your first Going meeting? Going out there, fuck the stool twice. Just twice. Just just for one just to see what just it, fuck it twice. In the in my act. Yeah, just yeah, this yeah. time. If he had taken the mentorship more seriously. If he had taken the mentorship more seriously in the first meeting, he sat you down and said, you really need to work on fucking the stool. Would you have considered it? I don't know what I would have done. I've been so Baffled. torn. I'm like, oh, what the fuck just happened? Like, right. I wasn't expecting this. What else don't you like? I, let's, I don't want to fuck it. So like, what else? No, 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 like, no. Let's no. be more positive. Like, what do you like? I love, I mean, I, just, I love comedy, but I don't like the direction it, it is going in right now. What? In what way? It's, it's, it's saturated. For one, right. and you know the things that used to get you the accolades to move forward don't mean shit anymore. Like late night appearances don't mean shit anymore. We just did half hours together. That half hours really don't mean shit no. anymore. Fucking hour special really doesn't mean shit anymore. It's, what's complicated about it is it's not just that shit doesn't mean shit. It's that there's no way to actually track what does mean shit. There's right. no real path anymore. It's so diffuse. Entertainment and everything's is so scattered. Diffuse. There's no way to know. You might be Angela Johnson and put a clip of, of painting your nails on the internet and uh, on. I'm just saying and you're famous the next day or you might be you know Louis C.K. workhorse working hard be, right. being the, one of the greats. You know what I mean? So it's like there's no way to really wrap your head around. <laughs> because when you ask yourself do you really want someone to put you on a poster and introduce you? Coming to the stage y'all very funny comment internet YouTube sensation 40 million. I don't million. think it matters anymore. I don't think it matters funny. That's the thing people older people always go like no one ever dreamed no one ever laid at night Hoping to be on YouTube, yeah, they do. They do now. They yeah, do now. Your kids, yeah. your kids are gonna. Everybody's scrambling that. now the to get on YouTube. The best thing that someone said was Jimmy Brogan, who used to book the Tonight Show and was on Johnny Carson's Tonight right. Show and worked with Jay for ten years. Uh, I said I did Fallon or something, and I was like, I go, yeah, these shows, late night shows, just don't mean as much uh, as it did like when doing the Tonight Show. Yeah. And he said, well, you know, when people did the Tonight Show, they would always say, this isn't as meaningful as Ed Sullivan. <laughs> oh, wow. So you just go, okay. All right, well, I see what you're saying. You yeah. There you go. There's the answer. Like 
just thinking that it's People. just try. Just right. be great it, every single fucking time right. and not think that there's a any sort of finish line in terms of like now I've made it. Right. You know, cuz there there never really is other than I guess Kev probably feels like he's made it and he has. Right. But he couldn't tell you what it was. You know what I mean? True. Kevin Hart's like, I don't know, but he claims it's so plain on on bootleg. Right. On Marin's podcast, he's like, so plain on bootleg did more for me. Can I do that? So plain on bootleg did more for me than anything. Right. Um, the right. I still and don't bootleg. see it. <laughs> bootleg. Uh, on bootleg, uh, not uh, even in the theater. Right. right. So, so there's no, so now he's touring and all that stuff and his, you know, uh, Think Like a Man did get, like, it's all cumulative. Right. You know, it's like Chappelle said, you're just chipping a bit away at a big boulder. And then at a certain point, you'll just like break through. Right. Yeah, except that Kevin Hart could have started in a diff- five years later and not had the same trajectory. There's a there's certainly an element of of just fucking fairy dust. Luck. You know what I mean? A hundred percent magic. Well, there's tons of luck. I right. would say Kevin should send Cat that. Williams a bouquet of flowers for retirement every day, every day. Yeah, I agree. Because Cat, when Cat lost his shit, they yeah. were like. The industry was scrambling. They're like, who can? Yeah, but then, then Catch would send one to Dave, and Dave right. send one. There's all, and right. Dave send one to Chris. To be perfectly like, honest, you know I mean? like, to be perfectly honest, and then there's too many bouquets. Yeah, too many and flowers. A lot of bouquets, and that's some gay ass shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> a dude sent another dude a then bouquet of flowers. What, what I look, what I look like. You know, Miles Davis is dead. Right. Now listen, I thought that was funny. It didn't make me laugh, but I did think it was. No, I knew. Yeah, I know. You and where are you with girls? I don't know, man. Right now, it's like I want to focus. You go through those periods. Like I was like, oh, I'm gonna be in a relationship. And then I'm like, I want to focus on my career. And then I'm like, I'm gonna be in a relationship. As I get older, a part of me is like, do I want to be this old guy getting married because I feel like I should get married? Panic. Yeah, panic. Pan- the panic marriage. Yeah, I don't want to get. I don't want to get panic. I don't want to panic marry. You know. Right. But at the same time, it's like I haven't really enjoyed uh, being single. Right then, you get to an age where you can't. You <laughs> you waited too long, and you can't panic, Mary. And that's I will the worst say this: feeling. I'm tired. You can never wait too long. I'm tired of I'm tired of road pussy. Oh sure, we never talk about that. I will say that I'm tired of. Wow, that's serious. I'm tired. Of, I think I, I. I mean, that's, that's, I'm not bragging. I'm just. I'm tired of humble brag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm so sick and tired of fucking these. I'm just girls. tired of like. Oh, tired of this person. How much? I just say I'm just tired, tired of like. Of I'm tired of meeting two girls. Yeah, okay, sure, I'm just yeah. tired of like fucking meaningless uh, tete a tete with I'm, women. I'm tired of having meaningless fucks. Yeah, sure. You know what I'm saying? I'm 36. I'm like, I want to. I want to save up my energy for the one who should be receiving the good fucks. Right, right. So you well then the way to combat that is to just fuck those women poorly. I have lately on the road. There's been a lot of don't been a lot of, your all. Been a lot of bad dick uh, being uh, distributed. As long as no one likes it, if you're yeah. not having fun, neither they're are not they. having fun. You've equalized. <laughs> neither equalized. Is she, and neither everything's she. fine. Everything's equal. All things. Um, uh, what? Um, maybe you need a mentor. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> a road pussy mentor. Yeah, maybe That's right. A road pussy I mean, I'm a, I, I want to settle down because I think I think that helps get you that next. Phase in your life you for material. To with See, whatever. I, you I was hoping you weren't going to say that. That's think really so? awful. Yeah, like because no. I've heard guys go like Dove wanted to get married and have kids because man, I need to write a new special. Man, I got to get married. Literally, he's like, <laughs> you know, for the kids, I have kids, then I can write some jokes. I was like. That's not why you have kids. <laughs> Wait to get material or yeah. To, yeah. to pay for the material. No, to no, get material. To, to get material. 
well, and do if what the you kids do, man. And if the kids don't provide material, you're like, fuck, I had y'all for I'm, nothing. I'm going right. to murder the kids, then I'm going to be the murdering comic. <laughs> and, and then, then the I'll kid like, looks at you and Then you got material one way or the other. Yeah. I got a question. Has there ever been a comedian like that from jail has put out material? From from inside jail? jail? Like from a gangster inside. rapper? That would be hilarious. That would be great, but I don't know. People yeah. have done specials in Monique. Did Another Monique did. Yeah. Yeah, and her special was, was called I Could Have Been You. Oh, God. So Another, condescending. Uh, there, has there any, ever been uh, a special, kind of like Johnny Cash's record, where he went to Folsom Prison? The, Monique. 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 Oh, you just, just oh, said, yeah. oh, okay. Monique did her comedy special. Oh, it I was the worst. She did the shit outdoors. It was it was pretty intense, man. It was worse than what the women would. That's gotta be a good crowd, though. Oh, right? All the women were running back into their cells. <laughs> they, <laughs> like, they produced it, so the crowd was women, not. All the convicts produced <laughs> it. It was like the, AV, the Was the AV crowd bad though? Is my question. Like, <laughs> is the is the prison oh, crowd bad. gonna be ready for laughter more than? They, they was, just, you know, it was a seminar. It was a seminar because all she did was like big up and say, "I support y'all. I love y'all. I hope y'all uh, get out one day." We it's, all make mistakes, yeah, right, baby. Yeah, we all make mistakes. I could have been y'all. I, I did this. I wanted to kill my man, motherfucker. Now, you had, at least you had the the balls to do it. Yeah, and the women clapping like, "That's right. We I did, did murder right. We did murder my If I did comedy in a prison, I would really just talk to them about the mistakes that they made. I'd be like, "You guys, popcorn. It's not cool to be the way you are." And all of you are really serving time for a leg- like it's legitimate that you're being punished. And I'm not going to do jokes for you. Behind a you steel cage, <laughs> you do these jokes. Ch- it was chicken wire. You got <laughs> balls, huh? So, uh, yeah, I'm single. I mean, I'm, I, I want, like I said, I'm. Have you had a girlfriend recently? Yeah. Uh, actually, my a girlfriend I had uh, was from seventh grade. Did and then work. we end up getting back together. Like she moved out here, but she didn't move out here for me. She was already out here, and then we like rekindled or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then that shit. Went. You know what I realized recently about things like that? It's like when you, you ever fuck a waitress, or no, I hate saying you ever fuck a waitress. You ever fucking, uh, you ever like sleep with somebody that you work with? Now yeah. you're and, now you're pulling back. Uh, I After don't like saying fucking. Fifty-two episodes in, you're pulling I back. Just, now? No, I I don't. I rarely say fucking a person. Right. It's, there's something gross about it. Um, <laughs> Uh, uh, that you it's like someone you're working with and then you see them like the first night you leave work and you go have sex with them and that's hot right and then two days later you like meet at lunch and you realize like oh no i like fucking the dynamic of yeah. work i like fucking the dynamic of you work with me and i but once you see it's almost like a magical well, we are the same don't like the mornings so I, you know i don't like that. i'm very persnickety about this that I don't like mornings <laughs> and I don't like well if I only if I'm gonna fuck a co-worker we gotta leave from work and I gotta smell every time you yeah you, you have to smell like service work, <laughs> work fumes <laughs> on you uh, no but you know what I work mean like, yeah I get I it I feel like cause then you ever have that thing where you'll see a girl and you're like oh this is not good at all yeah it's like Do you have that I would afraid I do. had that with a girl that I grew up with and we met up and we were making I was just kind of like ah because you you like the nostalgia yeah. of it. And then once you do it, you like, the nostalgia's gone. It's like fucking a stripper. You shouldn't mm-hmm. fuck a stripper because you're not going to go back to that bitch again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I, strippers don't, strippers generally try not to fuck the guys who are loyal customers because they are loyal because they can't have her. Oh, uh-huh. And they live in that fantasy world like, oh, one day, just one day, just one day. And then that stripper actually went through with it. Right, then you wouldn't go give her money. You wouldn't go back and get them because like, the fantasy is fulfilled. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or you become possessive or some crazy shit. Stalker, put in the murder. Have yeah, you ever? <laughs> have you ever dated? A, have you ever dated a stripper? 
You must. No, I no, I haven't. I dated an ex stripper, but then I found out that there's no such thing. Nope. Because <laughs> yeah. you can always go back to the pole. Yeah. No, I don't mean she went back to the pole, but she went back to the emotional pole. <laughs> she was all. She was your emotional pole. She her just the way she was was like scandalous and right. conniving. Right. Like a, you have to be in order to be you have a, to stay a on your toes. Stripper. You can't. How long did you? You, she stole your baby wipes, correct? She's one of the great. She was. She, weirdly enough, she's one of the great loves of my life. Have you ever dated a female comic? Uh, I have, yeah. How'd that end? Um, I'll tell you in a few hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't know yet. <laughs> I like that. I like that. You? You ever dated a female no, comic? Never. Would you? Uh, not in a million years. I don't even like sleeping with them because I was explaining this to somebody earlier. You gotta have an exit strategy, right? If you're, I try to not even sleep with girls that I'm gonna that are in my social circle, right? Because I don't want to keep seeing them, right? And keep, and I don't. The same reason I don't sleep with waitresses, and the same reason I don't sleep with uh, comics. You never slept with a waitress? I've slept with very few. We mean waitresses at comedy clubs. At just comedy clubs. Right. What's up with waitresses at comedy clubs? Why are you guys everybody is that loose? Are they just they ready to know. sleep with any comedian that yes. comes through? They're the only <laughs> girls that are there oh. yeah. right the whole night. You're you working with them. them. And yeah. you're exotic, and they're stuck there, and yeah. and they all have like sort of showbiz dreams, so you become this like, so what's it uh, like in Hollywood? Yeah. Have you ever dated a comic? No. No. Would you? No, I date mean, nasty girls with no sense of humor. Here's the sad yeah. part. Here's the here's the part you got to think about when you fuck a, a waitress. You got to think about how many other comics. I don't oh, care. Yeah. Have fucked. A I don't waitress. care about that at all. Why would I care who else has fucked somebody? I, this is how I know I've been doing Eskimo comedy brothers, a long right? time. I don't care. This is how I know I've been doing comedy a long time. When you go on the road and you have slept with a chick that another comic has slept with, yeah, you like that shit doesn't bother me at all. It bothers me because then I like that say happens it, to him all the time. Because I'll say to her, "Who did you sleep with?" She's like, "Oh, I, I dated someone." Like, I don't even think he's funny. Like, yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, I'm like you yeah. fucked a comic that's not even funny. Like, what did that even say about For real, me? If she fucked somebody that was funny. You'd be like, all right, I can see how that happened, but you fucked that guy. I'm like, like, if it was oh, Patrice, okay. I'd be like, ah, I get it. Yeah, I like, I will tell you, Patrice, Bill, or yeah. somebody, but on, sound crazy on a real. I don't feel any weirdness about like a girl's sexual past at all. Like the girl who was a stripper, like there was no part of me that was like, "Ugh, you did all this and that." I don't give a fuck about how many people a girl's fucked. I don't give. A sh- I mean, I just couldn't care less about how many girls a be- girls been with, how many guys a girl's been with. Yeah. I, I don't, don't care what at if all. They it were, means nothing to me. What if they were s- unless like, they're on some Miles Davis shit? Well, what if they were like <laughs> in a porno with like twenty guys? Bukaki style. I mean, that would be different. So you have a tipping point. I guess I do. Yeah, you're right. If <laughs> they had literally, if they had fucked everyone, in, if they had fucked every, yeah, my tipping point is Bukaki. <laughs> There's a line in the sand and it's made of jizz. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, if they fucked every person in Uganda, I would probably be like, mm, that's that shit I don't like. Did, like you, did you ever see Eyes Wide Shut? Yes. Yes. Did you relate to it? Because that whole movie is about sexual jealousy and like it dri- driving I like crazy. That. I'm not. Well, it was so bizarre that it was hard to really relate to. But right. I'm not a sexually jealous person. That's really, really not in me. That's not my. I my, find I there is a girl that I'm involved with that she tells me people she slept with and it doesn't bother me at all. And then he a hoe. But then my I was talking to my ex who was talking about sleep and that bothered me. Because mm-hmm. I felt That's like what she whole was doing it to bother me, right? Oh, if that makes sense. I hear what you're saying. She was using it of as course. like a cudgel, yeah. As like, well, you know, I have yeah. slept. So around how you been? Oh yeah, because I just dated someone, so we no, yeah, to keep the like really bitch. Actually, I dated that guy. Actually, that stripper 
when the day that we we were having like relationship problems and we were like about to like it was like weird was, you know we got into this fight where she was like oh, i'm just let's just end it then it was but that night she tried to fuck one of my best friends who was like get the fuck away from me really and then the next night she fucked uh, like a one of my homies one of my friends and that bothered me not because she fucked someone else i could i mean it, it would have bothered me time timeline wise but like but that she did it as a fuck you right she, she did right. it to hurt me my ex did that yeah my ex i dated a girl we were like engaged like that was i think it was the closest in the past couple of years i have been to marriage but we got engaged you gave her a ring yeah did, you, did really? you get the ring back after the yeah, breakup? Good yeah, good question. Fuck yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, you say you, know when you have the conversation, you say, can I see that ring real quick before we talk? Well, I'm like, I'm going to need that back. Well, she's like, you want, she like, you want the ring back? Uh, yes, because rent's due, bitch. You're moving out. <laughs> I need that other half. This ring is the other half of you. Anyway, so sorry to cut you off. Well, you've got an $800 ring for a girl? Go ahead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow, 800 plus utilities? I'm a baller. What can I say? Zales. Yeah, but yeah. she, uh, we broke up, and then she went out and fucked a comic that she knew I had a problem with. Mm, who was it? Just kidding. Go ahead. Uh, he stole a joke from me, and like during the time we were together, I was like this guy stole a joke from me. Like she's like, yeah, that's fucked up. It's and then like we broke up, and but she didn't. I had to hear from somebody else that she fucked this comic. It's a, did you it's present a, the comic for it? Uh. Sort of, kinda, just but because even he knew we were engaged, right? So it was kind of like, yeah, mm. that's a bold move to steal a joke from the joke police. I mean, it's like going into the <laughs> station and taking, you it's know, like what being I mean? going into internal affairs, yeah, and taking and evidence, taking a gun, yeah, you like you, you, you stole, you fucked my ex, and you stole a joke from me, like you like did a double whammy, you double down on me. Damn. Um, now how long? You know what's funny when people go like, I can't believe we're fighting over bitches. Right. That's all people fight over. We don't argue, but see, here's the funny: the comic that fucked my ex, he doesn't know I know he did it. Like I'll never oh, let him know. Oh, I've ne- I've never. No, now I like that. I would never because it's just like it's something that I'll always he, know. He it's my card. It's my wild card. He knows now. Roy Wood listens to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, Roy. I, let me say this: I think call. I I know you're gonna think this is some bitch shit, but I just think calling women bitches is antiquated, and and we should stop. Mm. Uh, I know you think that, but you come, you came to it like three months ago. No, it's not true. That's not true at all. That's not true in any way. You christened this show with the "Hey Bitch" story. It's a story about another human being yeah, yeah, calling. Yeah. I mean, I look. I don't. I, uh, what I, the and fuck? It's, it's, and the point of the story is that that dude's like hilariously <laughs> ignorant. Right, but that's the point of. Uh, how often do I call women bitches? I would say you do it on the podcast semi-regularly to infrequently. I don't think he does at all. I can't. You'd have. I think you'd be. I take the under on. No, like on a, on ironic. I like hate to defend Neil on this say, one, but I know you hate. There's nothing. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> nothing. My co would hate more. No, I'm just trying to have an ideological discussion. But uh, did you, bitch? I just think it's like. I think it's like, you know. Maybe it's it's my drop, and you think it's him saying it. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not accusing you of saying it. Right. Often. I'm. I'm just saying. In all of this discussion, even though we talk so openly and sort of frankly and grossly about sex, I sort of feel like calling a woman a bitch pushes pushes it over the edge. Really? I think in yeah. context. Uh, I think in the if you're telling a story about a girl that cheated on you, I think I think it's totally fair. Because she was a bitch. bitch. She was. Sure. I also, sure. if a black guy says bitch, I just doesn't. It's like the N word. I just kind of like, yeah, bitch. just doesn't do it. It just doesn't bother me. It literally. To, he desensitized to it. Yeah, it's. I desensitized to it. I've also just come to learn if they say the N word, 
they mean dude, and if they say bitch, they mean woman. Yeah. I think that it actually makes, uh, especially on stage, it when a when a comic does it on stage, you know, I go, I just like check out. I'm I like, bl- I absolutely like, this blanch is, when no 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 a, he don't need no help. He's already says been- bitch in a way I hate it. It's in fact, I I am embarrassed by the fact that Chappelle Show had played a part in everyone saying bitch on punchlines because uh-huh. right. we had to because we couldn't I'm say rich, motherfucker. But, but I and I mean it like I don't feel that way when a comic is like. You know, my ex-wife cheated on me. She was such a bitch that I mean, that's not what I mean. It's much worse when it's a nonchalant, you know, bitches. So you know, you're looking for bitches. You're all a, looking a for nonchalant. Bitches. I think nonchalant bitch is unnecessary. A lot worse than yeah. an angry Every bitch. bitch. Yeah, I, just, we sound like pimps. You know, yeah. a nonchalant bitch is a lot worse than <laughs> an angry, angry bitch. bitch. Yeah, but every bitch in it depends life on how I thought I, about home. <laughs> uh, yeah, hilarious. I mean, I, I, it's it's a fi- I think it's a fine semantic argument. It just doesn't. It's not really a semantic argument. Uh, well, th- then stop saying it. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, so stop saying it and well, see what happens. I don't say it. Right. Okay. Then what are you what are you espousing? You're you're proselytizing on behalf of. Yeah, I guess I am. Not yeah. say- I mean, but that you see the silliness of that of like I think we should stop saying. What do you like, think is silly about it? Uh, trying to get people to stop saying. Are you gonna get words. T-shirts that says "No more bitch"? Yeah, I, like, well, I have like a joke. I have a joke in my act where I, I where I, I say that. Really? It's a it's a joke about people that call women bitches. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. I think so that th- that's, that's as close as I get to actually being on the on the mount on the soapbox. Right. But this is my podcast, so I guess you know my opinions are the point of it is to blather on about. Right, your right. But I think proselytizing to get people because first of all, I don't know any white guys that say bitch with any regularity. Are you serious? No, no. In the, I feel like they say it. Oh my god, dude, you're tripping. You're, I don't now know. You're then I don't hang out with the right white boys. You know Joe Rogan, right? Frat boys. <laughs> Joe doesn't say bitch. Does he, does he say bitch? Well, he, I, I listen to his podcast. He says it a lot. He doesn't say it about women, though, does he? I think so. There's a huh. big difference between a woman who is being a bitch, a bitch, and calling women bitches just as a as a. I synony- don't call women in my. I've never uh, said bit, in my act. Woman. I don't call women bitches like in my act. Like, and I tell this bitch, right? Bitch, don't be doing that. Like, I'll be like, you know, like, I, I call <sighs> guys right, bitches bitch. too, right? <laughs> So I no I don't think so. I, I, guys, white people call women bitches. I think a lot because they've been uh, you know influenced by Dave Chappelle just as and Snoop Dogg just as I, much as I, black uh, people. Yeah, when bitch. that embar- I, I it embarrasses me when people go like, "Listen up, bitches!" When it's bitch. like right, that yeah. sort of like the, it just became like a thing. What if you call dudes like general public bitches? Yeah, I think that's diff- it's a little cheesy sounding when you come. That's up, what I mean. What's up, bitches? No, that, that's, that's what not what about. I mean. That I don't like. In I'm, terms of not saying, I don't think I'm, it's going to make a difference. Uh, here's the thing about bitches you know you know you're at a club you're looking for bitches that kind of thing yeah that's that's ignorant (laughs) and it's it's kind of cute though i mean that's the thing is i don't want if it's dudes talking (laughs) i'm at the club looking for bitches (laughs) it's just how how it sounds when i say it it in terms of my hierarchy of problems with the world i think it's it's so low in terms of the problems with uh, that that's why i say like proselytizing about that is like you think it's really low? i don't think it is i think that i think that it's 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 endemic to uh, uh to like the cultural kind of negation of women that you could that, that, that you can have a synonym for women synonym is that the right word yes. women women so in the, in the derogatory olympics yeah, yeah. The, uh, derogatory olympics yeah okay. so uh 
I guess faggot would be gold. Gold faggot is probably gold. Nigger yeah. would be silver and and no, oh, I think, no I nigger. Think, I think nigger switched up. Nigger, <laughs> nigger. first of all, is is a hall of famer. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Nigger, nigger, world record uh, uh, jersey holder is on, is on the wall. So it just says it's just says. But I, just, I made a because I made a joke about how everybody's all this you know Chick Fil A and everything like in the racial Olympics right. like faggot has taken gold. Faggot is pulling ahead, but pulling up the, le- the it is. But it no, the ER version is on the its jersey has been retired. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Faggot is now the top of the rank. But then I would say then would come prop. What do you think is next? I don't agree with the the fact. I don't think faggot's first. I think niggas first. No, no, no. no niggas on the wall. No, no, nigger. I, but didn't you differentiate <laughs> nigger? The nigger's nigger. on the wall. <laughs> Weren't you going nigger and nigger? No, nigger hasn't even. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nigger's not even here yet. Oh, it's not even in the race. No, n- yeah. Oh, yeah, nigger's faggot, on the wall. Faggot, nigger's faggot, not even faggot, here nigger. yet. Yeah. Faggot's gold. Faggot's gold. Yeah, faggot's gold. I think probably coming in on the bronze medal probably get cunt. Cunt, I wouldn't say is. I would say in a cunt weird is way. Cunt oh, no, oh, no, is in the Hall cunt of Fame. Cunt is in the Hall yeah. of Fame. Yeah. Cunt is more offensive as an assaultive term, bitch to me is a more is a more insidious and and destructive sexual sexist. Women, uh, term. I, I know, I know women who are more comfortable. They, you can call them yeah, a bitch all day long. I think, but if you I say cunt, right. if you call no. a woman a cunt, that's come on. Dude. They're like I'm way worse. Nobody, I'm making a subtle point. Is worse. No, than bitch. I, I'm, way making, worse, I'm making buddy. a subtle point here, and I would love to. Uh, it sucks when we ask for people to email us because then we never just we then never, don't ask. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Because uh, none of us check it. How's your team? What I'm saying though. is, obviously, a wo- <laughs> if you call a woman a cunt, she'll be way more upset than if you say around a woman like, yeah, I was just looking for bitches. But what I'm saying is that in, while it's more offensive to call a woman a cunt, it's more destructive to call women you bitches. No, women aren't being women aren't being actually There's no, denigrated. Like, isn't even a little bit accepted, is what you're saying. Yeah, women yeah. aren't being denigrated as an entire gender because uh, once in a while Jim Jeffries calls them a cunt. You know? Yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah. I like, but kind of no. He uses cunt as like a, a sexual organ. It's it's actually because I saw him that bit. He's like talking says cunt like a thousand times. Absolutely, but it's only. He doesn't call a woman a cunt. He calls the cunt the cunt. Well, because actually, cunt, cunt is not used as frequent sure. as bitch. No, it's the difference actually bet- true. between what, uh, and you'll excuse me, I've already said nigger you live 10 in the times UK in the last it's 20 okay. I'm, I'm, uh, It's the difference between calling a person a nigger yeah. now and what it used to be like in like the 1800s. Right. Right. So now if a white guy gets mad, he goes, you fucking nigger, then the black guy's going to be like, oh, it's on. I'm going to beat you up. But he's not going to feel like, oh, like like crushed as a race. Oppressed. In, in the 1800s, yeah. you know, that's just what white people in the South called black people. Oh, tell that nigger over there to go get me. Well, it had no yeah. malice, and it was to me much worse, a much more destructive. And that's thing. when this country really thrived. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was a much more insidious word at that point. It was because, Hilarious. and you could call a black guy nigger to his face in the South, and he wouldn't, he wouldn't get. Even, he couldn't do anything. He would, he just, one, oh. he couldn't do anything, he, but he wouldn't be like ah. He would be yeah. like, oh, that He's happened. Like, once again. I get free, I'm gonna come a get lot you. Like women now, if you call, if you, you know, it's funny. It, what would have happened in the 1800s? There were like eight black dudes standing there, and you went like, "Hey, nigger!" Who turned around? Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> like who was like who identified the most with yeah. it? Like, no, I think he was talking to me. Who was like, "Man, I ain't turning around." For that That's shit. how it was for me in <laughs> Oakland. And, wow. Uh, I don't Hilarious. think women. I don't think bitch. I don't. I don't know. It just seems like it's low on the I Oakland, think, California. Uh, I don't think it's really because you can say it on TV the right now. Issue. Like, it's I don't nothing. Think, I don't think it's keeping women's. Pay less equal. No, I don't like. I think you can't. Really, you don't think that 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 the 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 disparity between women getting paid uh, the same as men is somehow tangentially connected to the ease at which men are able to call women bitches without thinking twice about it. I I don't. No. Interesting. What? 
Why do you think women get paid less than men? And wh- and why do you think men feel comfortable calling an entire gender bitches? Uh, I think see, but I reject the notion that men are that comfortable with it because mm. I don't know that many people that just go like fucking like that don't do it with irony or you know what I mean like they just yeah. mean it. I don't know anyone that means it. No, nobody means it. That's what I'm saying is the problem. It's like the number of times I've heard people use the n word and mean it is like less than five. Me too. Yeah. Right. Um. And I'm and they were all on this podcast now. <laughs> Um, and it was all you. It was all today. It was you the, every time. Um, the uh, but I, yeah, I guess I don't think that they're 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 related. Uh, women making less pay than men drives me fucking crazy. Because figure so out or it bothers you. It's so unfair. It is right. It's so unfair, it's and I can't believe that there hasn't been a massive movement. I can't believe there hasn't been a lawsuit. A fucking class action. Like just a giant the world? class action against the world. Yeah. Yeah. How you know, can you? That would be the world. How about against uh, America? America, you can't sue the world. What the government? Just sue the government. No, yeah. Here's the All prob- it takes is precedent. You takes one woman mm-hmm. suing for making less than other than, right. than her coworker. And Actually, then everybody well, the, And then and there and then it's and then it's precedent and it's a law. Yeah. So it doesn't take like just to acknowledge it. Right. I'm waiting for a woman to sue the earth. Right. No, you sue one yeah. person. You sue you. You point out somebody. Yeah. Well, here's uh, the problem. The problem is with equal pay for equal work. Is that it's not actually a dollar for dollar equivalent. It's an it's a mean, right? So it's like women in general make seventy six cents on the dollar to men. It's not like you go to Subway and you put a, uh, your your application in and a man puts their application in. They're right. like, great, you're going to be getting five dollars an hour. You'll be getting you know four thirty five. It doesn't work like that. So it's impossible to go to get your job offer for twenty eight thousand dollars and go. I'm sure that this that right. a man. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's what's so baffling about. But I think that there it. are jobs like that. There Definitely. are jobs where right. I think female CEOs, the few that there are, right. uh, aren't making as aren't much making as, as other much CEOs. As CEO. But that's a great example because a CEO can't sue anybody because the way that CEO pay structure is, right. is they're offered based on, uh, you know, they're made an offer to. It's like if you if you signed a, a, a development deal, you know what I mean? It's like, well, how much do we think you're worth? Or, you know, or yeah, but, how much you know, did you negotiate get fired, for? The woman who got fired from HP and ran for good, she could have sued them. I'm yeah. meaning like they, it's not like yeah. they're always under the, right. Under you're, the, you're right. Uh, so yeah, like I don't. That's one of those things that like I hope that gets solved in right. our lifetime. Like, it's that's so, it's things. That's so unfair. Like I don't get how people are fine with it. Like nobody's it's so fine with weird. it. Nobody's doing anything about that's it. That's true. No one. Have you ever heard a politician say anything? Like know. nobody. Think I, mean, I don't even hear women complain about it. And it's one of those things. Like, they just accepted it. Yeah. And you once you accepted it, like if you complain, like what what the fuck are you doing now? It's been happening for yeah that's years. Yeah. yeah. I think that it's all connected. I think that equal pay for equal work for women is connected to calling women bitches. Is connected to Islamic, um, you know, misogyny. Is connected to, uh, yeah. I think it's yes, all connected. Yes, in the big is yes is in, this, is in the every, bigger picture. Any sort of yes is any sort of uh, yeah. It's roughly connected, but I don't think that the way you're gonna. I don't think that I'd rather you proselytize about women getting equal pay right. than you proselytize about women not being. Because I promise you, if everybody stopped saying bitch right now, women would still get paid. I hear, yeah. I hear what you're saying. Me. 
I hear what you're saying, but if everybody, if everybody's consciousness raised, uh, and maybe that's a little bit obnoxious of me to say raised, but I'm saying if no. everybody, if everybody, no, I thought uh, con- just saying consciousness was obnoxious. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you think everything I say is obnoxious? Most of it. But um, uh, if everybody's consciousness raised enough that they went, it's not that they stopped saying bitch because that's just that's just a, a a shiny button. Right. But it's when if everybody started saying, hey, we have to take a little bit more, uh, pay a little bit more attention to the way that we speak about women. Well, it's kind of like what Gandhi's quote was. Um, we we judge society based on how we treat our pores. Oh right, yeah. you know what I mean. And we think about how we treat everyday people. You know what I mean. And and situations it's like we're shitty as a society. Right. America is a shitty society. I don't want to get preachy, but I mean, preach on. We, we, we're shitty. Country. Yeah, I think the world's generally shitty. Yeah, the world is because there's, there's plenty because there's plenty of places that are way worse than America. Yeah, right. absolutely. In terms of like. Just yeah, like there's Absolutely. a lot of there's a huge disparity, and there's also just no uh, huge like, hypocrisy. Right. Like I look at the Olympics, it's like God, we just spent fifteen billion dollars to compete for medals that don't mean shit. Right. Uh-huh. right. Do, what, I mean? what do you think in this in 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 light of this? Do you think that black people being called African American helped? No, oh, wait. Like, helped us? What? Uh, well, that's the question. It, to to Moshe's logic, because I always wonder that. I don't think. I think words matter. I think I I I'm, I'm not. But I also think like you can call someone an African American and treat them like an N word, and it's right. The, you know what I mean? I don't like, think the name really matters. That's, that's women, probably more. Women can be called women all they want. They ain't getting no more money. Right. But like, what did, I'm did, saying did, did is, being and, and, and being called African and white people's. Uh, Deep, uh, deep prejudices about black people. No. no, but but it did help when white America started thinking in the direction of oh, we have to start changing the way we think about, treat, and talk about black people. I'd rather ask him because I. Cause You're right. Like, fair. I'd rather ask. Was the, it the black guy? What is the, the, the question? The original question, which is, do you think black people are better off? For being for for the shift to African American no. early nineties, no, no, but I don't think it, I don't think it really helped. Do you I don't think, think that black people are better off from the shift from n- nigger in yeah. the ni- in the of 1800s. anything is better than nigger. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's a constant. Other than shift. The, but it's, yeah, but but what I'm that's a they're, nigger and bitch are not they are false equivalents. But you're no, I don't think like they're exactly equivalent. I just think that they're African American is swinging the pendulum in the wrong is over the like swing it the opposite way too far well, no i don't it. think it's too far i just think i don't think they should say african-american first of all i don't think they should say african-american right I'm, I'm completely against that because they don't I've call never you, called anyone an african you don't, you know, you're not, you, well, you, they don't call you a european-american exactly you know what i mean right. no, yeah the reasons why are, are legion yeah, i guess the, i'm just the, wondering the, the main thing is think of the overall. I don't argument. think when white people started saying we're going to refer to them as African American, we respect them more now right. because no, it. I don't think it. It didn't change anything. It's just like it evo- we evolved and stopped saying derogatory terms. Like we got to figure out something to call them. Right. Uh, and then when we go, but everybody voted African American. We went from Afro American. We went from our hairstyle. To <laughs> where we originated from. That wasn't about your hairstyle. Afro? They weren't talking about your hairstyle. You don't think so? I'm pretty sure no. Hmm? You don't think so? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Guys, call in. Call in. Call into our email address. 1-800-GILFUCKERS. Say something about black folks. No, but I, I hear Calling. It's just like on the hierarchy. That's what I always say. It's like. The Michael Richards thing didn't help black people. No. You know what I mean? Like, no. So, say, we're all going to stop saying bitch. 
it isn't going to help women. I think you're misunderstanding what I'm saying. I'm I'm not saying I'm saying that the casual ease with which we say bitch is is emblematic of a deeper problem. And that's what I'm saying about the N-word is that in the 1800s the casual way in which black people were referred to as niggers is emblematic of how deeply racist society was. When we when white people, first of all, black people no black people I know call each other African American. So that's the biggest example of why it's a flawed a flawed term. But when we made the switch from th- black to this to that to that, it's not like that was helpful. But people thinking we should probably stop calling, uh, we should probably s- start thinking about the way we speak about each other it is a cultural shift. Right. But what I would counter is that it's way easier to say, hey, guys, let's stop saying, hey, stop. Hey, you stop saying bitch. Right. Uh-huh. Then it is to go. I have to go and do something about women not getting equal pay or reproductive I'll, rights. Sure, I'll or, agree with you. I think it's way easier. I yeah. think I think white people use and, and liberals that, who want to stop saying bitch would use it as this thing that you did that's basically hollow and unfucking believably easy. Right. It's the same thing I said Britain, when everybody Britain, went Britain, after Tracy, Britain. it was their way of going like, see, I'm not homophobic and look at all this work I did. I wrote two <laughs> tweets about Tracy. So <laughs> right. don't you tell me for a second that I'm homophobic. And I would say that's actually worse than than actually being because at least uh, not doing anything. <laughs> Not doing anything knows it's not doing anything. Whereas if you, you can trick yourself into thinking like, well, I have been saying don't say bitch on stage. When it, the actual hard work, it makes it seem like, oh, well, we're calling you African-Americans. Right. So what else do you want? Right. It's, it's oh. a bit of like the Obama thing. Yeah. Like, you got your you president. You got your president. Baby. Stop complaining. Um, baby, baby. Uh, so, well, yeah. Speaking, speaking so of. So we're going to start. We're going to keep saying bitch. You can do it. I mean, you, everybody, <laughs> everybody so do what they in want. Closing, in closing, bitch yeah. is still on yes, the sir. table. Uh, uh, all right. So that was Moranzi Advance, everybody. Doug, any parting words? Moshe, any parting words? Moranzi was this struck? Was this structured? Like, is no, this how it normally it'll, it'll be cut together. It'll sound. Oh, okay. So I like, a lot of it out. Yeah. I know. It's horrible. This it's is how black people meet. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you've been fucking with the champs. If you want more uh, to go see Moranzio, go to his website, which is uh, Moranzio Vance Live, because someone bought Moranzio Vance and expected me to buy that shit back from him. Bitch, I'm not about to buy my name uh, from I you. I think you should say that sentence again, but without the bitch. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, I'm not going to buy that shit off you. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, you've been fucking with the champs. Thank you so much. We love you. Thanks for having me.